So today we have an interesting topic that I want to talk about, a particularly topic that I think is really in the news right now, uh, whether they want to say it or not. Uh, there's a lot of interesting things developing in the news, uh, particularly around the subject of fear, real fear tactics being applied uh, to a lot of things that are going on in our life. And, and we want to talk about that specifically, uh, some of the fear tactics that I think people uh, in the media and culture kind of devised to put up against us, uh, not only as Christians, uh, but just in culture, man. We're, we're inundated with ideas of fear. We're inundated with uh, the idea that we need to be fearful of someone or something. And this kind of dovetails onto yesterday's teaching about the scapegoat. You know, we don't have to place blame anymore. Uh, we can actually deal with ourselves. We can deal with where we're at. Uh, we can deal with real issues in our life. And we can go to God on those real issues. We can go to Jesus on those real issues of our life and not have to hide behind somebody else or some other thing and blame shift all the time. If you want to go ahead and hit that other episode, uh, it be a good one for you to, uh, to look at and to connect with. And I hope everybody can hear me. I think it's all working correctly. Like I said before, uh, if you can't hear me, let me know in the chat. We'll have to, to do something to fix that. But I guess uh, for right now, everything's going pretty good. And um, or at least or at least. Oh, there we go. So I know you can hear me because my my phone turned on again. As soon as I turned it on, that's what it was on. I can't believe it. Anyway, we'll get to it. It's funny how there's a little delay there. And I hear myself just a few seconds ago. Anyway, that messes with your brain a little bit when you're doing stuff like this. So getting back on track here. Uh, a few months ago, I started back into, personally, I started back into uh, a new form of exercise, well, new-ish form of exercise for me. Uh, it's a martial art called Krav Maga. It's, it's an Israeli form of self-defense, and it's really about like defending yourself with you know, as, as little mechanics as possible, you know, simple movements, but also being incredibly, incredibly effective against different types of attacks, whether those be, you know, attacks from someone choking you from behind or attacks from someone throwing a haymaker and a punch at you or even knife attacks, which is something we worked on yesterday. And, and one of the things they tell you in Krav Maga when you're, when you're dealing with knife attacks, and most martial arts will tell you this, if somebody comes at you with a knife and you think they know at all what they're doing, you're going to get cut. Like the reality is some, that knife is going to come in at some point or another and you're going to get cut. So yesterday we're doing a defense. I have my arms up as part of the defense and I go to make a movement to try to offset this gentleman who's coming at me with a knife. And we use real metal knives, but they obviously don't have a, a hard edge on, or they don't have a, a sharp edge on them. And that knife hit me in the forearm. And I'll tell you what, man, I got a big old knot here. It's hard to tell on camera. Didn't really bruise that bad, but I got a big old knot on, on the back of my forearm. And, and there was an instant reminder that this is, even though we're practicing and we're doing things that maybe not even full speed, the reality is if I were in a situation where someone's coming at me with a knife, even with some of the preparation I have, there's a reality to fear. There's a reality that there would be a sense of fear buildup, especially getting hit with a knife with not a, uh, a sharp blade on it and feeling that all the way down to my bone. I mean, he hit me hard. My whole arm shuddered a little bit. Again, you can feel it on the bone. Like even today, I can feel like there's a deep bruise there. That's real life. Like I think we forget that fear happens or fear sometimes becomes prominent in our life because real things happen. Real life happens. Real hurts happen. We don't want to deny that there's real issues in life. We want to deny its authority to rule and reign in our life. 
We want to deny fear's authority to rule and reign and have reason and purpose in our life. Not that there isn't something to fear. Listen, I'm analytical enough that when I see throughout the scripture that it says fear not a lot. Like you can go look up the number. Some say 365. It's not exactly that uh, because they want to make that there's you know one fear not phrase for every day. That's not exactly really how, it's, how it works out. But fear not is in there a lot. Well, my analytical brain says you can't say fear not if there isn't reason to fear. And not that I'm looking for a boogeyman around every corner, but the reality is, come on, if we're told not to fear, we're not being told that because there's no thing to fear. Sometimes there's real issues to fear. Sometimes there's real reason to be fearful. But our scriptures directed from our God say, don't fear. Don't worry about it. I've got it covered. So in that, one of the verses I want to read today, Lori's, uh, my wife's favorite verse. Oh my goodness, I wrote John 14, 27. That's not correct. I don't think so anyway. I think it's Luke 14. I think it's Luke 14, 27. Anyway, uh, all kinds of craziness today going on back and forth. It says, peace I leave with you. This is definitely Luke uh, 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let them be afraid. See, these are the words of Jesus, even with the wrong reference from your pastor. I'm going to quick hide that so you don't remember that. There you go. Right there. It's gone. Didn't, didn't happen because it's gone. Now it's gone off the internet. Luke 14, 27. Jesus saying, I don't, I'm not going to give you peace like the world gives you. I'm not going to give you peace that's fleeting. I'm not going to give you peace that only changes in your circumstance, right? So when we're dealing with those tactics, there's the level of fear that comes on, again, in that Krav Maga setting where we're trying to learn self-defense. There's a level of fear that can come on when you see a weapon. And when the weapon's gone, obviously that, that fear subsides. Well, Jesus doesn't give us, he doesn't give us peace like that. He gives us peace that eradicates fear, that it doesn't matter what's facing us, that it doesn't matter what situation or circumstance is facing us, that we can still be at peace. <clears throat> but just like when an assailant uses a knife, there are tactics that are used in our culture that really, truly want to cause us undo hardship and to strip away our peace. And I want to talk about those for a second because I don't think many of us even think about it or, or focus on it. And they're real issues that many times uh, we see in the background of life. And, and again, if we're not focused enough, we allow these, well, these words and phrases and ideas to take root in our heart. And they're like the seeds of fear. And if you hear these words, you've got to learn to guard your heart. The Bible says to guard your heart above all else because out of it flows the issues of life. So we have to come to a place where we're guarding our heart, knowing how to guard our heart so we know what tactics there are. <clears throat> so fear tactics, they say, they will say these things when they want us to engage in fear. The experts say. That's one of my favorite lines that I hear from the media or hear from other people when they want to induce fear. They want to get you to fear. They want to get you to think that there's really something to be afraid of. Well, the experts say. Then they move on and they say it's something serious, so serious. Oh, the experts are saying this, and it's so big, it's so serious, it's so real. And then they'll move on to an alarming percentage of, or an alarming number of, and they'll move on and give their story. Listen, understand, these are all sales tactics. These are all fear tactics for you to buy into fear. You start hearing someone say these words. The experts say, oh, it's just really serious. You know, it's, it's really bad out there. An alarming number, there's, there's an amazing number of people, there's, there's an alarming percentage of folks. There's an alarming percentage of doctors. 
there's an alarming percentage of this or that or a number of this or that. Understand, they're just trying to drive home fear. Don't be persuaded by fear. What did Jesus say? I don't give you peace like the world gives you that fades away. I don't give you peace like the world gives you. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't be afraid for them. Don't let them, don't let them bring fear on you. Know who you are in Christ. Know that Jesus has you under his wing. And when we start to hear these fear tactics being dripped out into our culture, into our media, through the mouths of good meeting friends and family, don't allow it to take root. Don't allow that seed to germinate. Allow yourself the opportunity to step back and say, no, no, I'm not in fear. The experts might say all kinds of crazy things. Sometimes the experts are wrong. In fact, we found out through this pandemic, people have been wrong a whole heck of a lot. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask, do this, do that. Quarantine for this many days, well, don't do it for that many days. Well, don't worry about it. And if you're asymptomatic, you need to hide away. And how would you know if you're asymptomatic? And now we're finding out that if you're asymptomatic, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't, tra- it doesn't uh, uh, affect anyone that way. The experts are wrong all the time. Why would we put our faith in the experts? Put your faith in what Jesus says. Put your faith in what the scriptures say. Put your faith in who he is. The good news is that we can accept peace, a peace that world, or I'm sorry, a peace that the world doesn't understand, the world can't give. And if the world can't give it, the world can't take it away. And the peace comes straight through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And you'll watch your fears and anxieties melt away when you understand where real peace comes from. That these fear tactics we don't have to deal with, and we can brush them off and move into the peace of God that he has for our life. The next little segment here of fear tactics are when you start to hear these words, and these words start to be crammed down your throat. There's surprising development. There's a surprising development on the horizon. Oh, something we didn't see coming. It's coming. We could have never anticipated this, but it's coming. And it starts to build anticipation and little fear. What, what is it? Should I be afraid or shouldn't I? What is it? Should I, should I take knowledge or, or shouldn't I? Is this something serious or, or, or can I blow this one off? I don't know. It's surprising. It's a development. What should I do? And then they move on and they say things like, but, but people feel. But this person feels this way and this person feels that way. As if someone's feelings or some surprise on the horizon is supposed to manage my peace. No, Jesus manages my peace. Not John, but as I said before, not John, but Luke 14, 27 says it very poetically, perfectly. Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give you. Don't let your heart be troubled. The words of Jesus himself, spoken to you and I in situations and for situations, just like what we're living through. There are going to be experts saying this and that. There's going to be serious implications to this issue or that issue. There's always going to be an alarming number of people or percentage of people. There are going to be surprise developments, and there are going to be feelings abroad. But guess what? The peace that Jesus instills in our heart is all that matters. And you say, Pastor, why, why, if, if, it's, if you're really a peaceful person, why are you taking a martial art? Why are you getting proficient in a martial art with knife defense? I'm really doing it for the cardiovascular work, and I got, I've gotten tired of doing other things, and I've actually been sitting on the couch way too long. I'm not fearful of any weapons against our family because I know we- no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and any vain time that rises up against us, we shall condemn, for this is the heritage of the children of God. That's Scripture. That's a Scripture we stand on in our family. I'm not worried about these things. I'm not wondering if a boogeyman's around the corner, but I do know this. 
that the more and more that I erase fear. See, every time I see that blade and we do defense against it, it erases a little bit more of the fear of what could happen. Because now I'm proficient or more proficient in knowing how to defend myself. Now, I'm not, I'm not foolish enough to think that if a knife is posed against me that I'm not going to get cut. The reality is you are. That's part of being in a knife fight, right? And I hate to bring it maybe to this kind of an analogy, but it's something that I've gone through and my arm still hurts from it. But it's something I've, I've gone through the last few days and it really, sink, it really sunk into my brain. But in the same way, if we'll use the scriptures, if we'll, oop, I'm going to hide that again. If we'll use Luke chapter 14 and verse 27, if we'll understand the peace that God gives us, no man can take away. He doesn't give us a peace that's wavering, but he gives us ultimate peace to overcome fear. And if we'll understand the fear tactics that they want to put out in front of us, the words, the phrases, and the ideas that they want to use to sow little seeds of fear in our hearts and our lives, if we'll understand that, we'll have a better opportunity to dispense with fear and to live in peace. I want you to understand, and I hope you get it. We want you to live in peace. We want you to live in peace in your daily life, not worrying or wondering or hoping it's all going to work out, but knowing God's on your side. No matter what you see in the news, no matter what you face, no matter what's going on, God is on your side. Have peace. Be at peace. Take on the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't allow fear. Don't allow fear to ruin. Don't allow fear to manipulate you. You can live at peace. Amen? Amen, man. We hope that you're getting a lot out of these. Again, if there's a topic you want us to discuss, go ahead and DM us. Let me know. Comment somewhere. Uh, but we're very excited again what God's doing and what God's doing all throughout the Quad Cities. And Miss Pat Teal, thank you again for joining us. See you there in the comment section. It's great to have you. And we're just so excited what God's doing. So I want to encourage you guys, get out there, get your lives moving, get back to as much normal as you can. Don't allow fear to cripple you. Because if fear cripples you now, it could cripple you for a lifetime. And we're thankful that you joined us. We'll see you again tomorrow.